Hello, and welcome to The View podcast, our podcast series on leaders in retail. I'm Julia Dietmar, the Chief Product Officer at View.ai and your host for today. Today's episode focuses on a topic that's been trending for quite a while now, and that's conversational technology. Most of us have heard about and experienced chatbots, Alexa, Google Home, and we're all anxiously waiting for a wider release of Google Duplex, Google's newest human-sounding assistant. Brands and retailers are exploring how conversational technology applies to their businesses and the ways it could positively affect their bottom line. From conversational marketing to conversational commerce and customer support, what are the most effective ways businesses can utilize chatbots and voice interfaces? To discuss this topic with us today, we have Ravi Raj, co-founder and CEO of Passage AI a natural language understanding and processing platform that can be used to create deep conversational interfaces for any website or business. With over 20 years of experience in product development, Ravi has led teams at Yahoo, Cosmix, Walmart Labs, and Bloomreach before he founded Passage AI. Ravi, thank you for joining us today. Uh, Thanks, Julia. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You've been working in retail, e-commerce, and specifically technology for retail for uh, for a while now. Um, most recently, Walmart Labs and Bloomreach. What um, prompted you to start Passage AI? Uh, yes, uh, Julia, so my background is in uh, search and uh, machine learning, going back to Yahoo, where I worked in the search and marketplace team. And um, after that, I uh, worked at uh, Cosmics as a, a head of product and GM of their websites. Uh, Cosmics ended up being a top 20 site on Comscore before it was bought by Walmart. Um, So Cosmics is where I met my two co-founders, Mithul Tiwari and uh, Madhu Matihali. So we met at Cosmics and we've known each other for almost 10 years now. uh, And we're still talking to each other. That's good. (laughs) Which is a good sign. So we all have uh, deep respect for um, each other's skills and uh, talent. So uh, one thing we all have in common is the background in uh, AI and machine learning. So we wanted to apply that. Um, You know, we felt like AI had uh, come of age, you know, uh, like five years back, if you had said that uh, your car would drive itself to the airport and pick up your mom and bring bring her home, you'd say it was crazy, right? But that's now a reality. So AI now has real world applications. At the same time, you have you know, um, in 2015 and 2016, uh, a number of these messaging platforms opened up. So you could create uh, apps or what people call chatbots on these platforms. And people are spending uh, a ton of time on messaging platforms like Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, WeChat, and so on. It's already the number one activity on uh, on a phone. So, and also you had all these voice assistants like uh, Amazon Alexa devices, Google Home devices, Microsoft Cortana devices, all you know, flying off the shelves at the stores, right? So all these three things coming together, you know, AI coming of age, messaging platforms opening up, and voice assistants, you know, uh, getting more and more popular at home and even in the uh, workspace. So what we uh, felt like um, we needed to do was to leverage our AI background and uh, create a chatbot platform with really high accuracy and state-of-the-art NLP or natural language processing technologies that uh, customers 
uh, in multiple verticals, including retail, which uh, you know all three of us have a background in. Uh, a retailer can go in, use our bot building console, build, train, and deploy a chatbot on over 20 platforms. Uh, so that's what we set out to do. Uh, one of our first customers was Kohl's. They launched their chatbot um, last year uh, on Facebook Messenger. It's the number one retail chatbot on Messenger. They then went on to launch it on their website, uh, mobile apps. Uh, they even have a bot in the store uh, that helps with uh, returns and things like that. So, so that's the pl platform we offer, uh, a, a console to build, train, and deploy a bot. Ravi, how do you think conversational commerce has changed the way people shop? Um, conversational commerce, uh, basically uh, a, a way to uh, buy a product, uh, you know, just in a conversational manner, you know, either on the retailer's website or on messaging platforms or on voice assistants like Alexa, Google Home, Cortana, and so on. Uh, that has really made it frictionless for customers to buy products. You can just, you know, speak to a device or, you know, chat with the brand and uh, get the help you need uh, to find the right product. Uh, so a virtual agent can basically help you, uh, you know, by asking a few questions about your tastes, your likes, and then recommend products that uh, match those, uh, you know, those tastes. Uh, so basically, it's about the friction. Uh, with such, uh, you know, reduced friction, you're going to see more and more uh, retailers deploy a conversational interface to their site. How do you see the future of AI-powered conversational interfaces? Do you think personalization and engagement with customers will evolve in retail in the next year or so? Uh, so, Julia, uh, advancements in deep learning technology, which is the underpinning, um, you know, technology framework for a natural language processing system, um, you know, with uh, new uh, algorithms and techniques and advancements coming in deep learning, you're going to see uh, bots uh, improve in accuracy. So they can understand exactly what the customer is saying, just like a live agent would. Uh, so over time, you're going to see this accuracy get better and better as technologies, you know, uh, keep improving. Uh, bots will also be smarter so they can understand what the customer's shopping behavior is, what they like, what they don't like, you know, their tolerance towards price. Do they prefer a, a high-end brand or they prefer, uh, you know, a mid-range brand? These kind of things you know, bots will start to understand over time. Uh, so that will make recommendations uh, better, which will then lead to uh, increased sales for the retailer and uh, also increased uh, customer loyalty uh, towards their brand. There's been a recent study talking about how adopting automation can save companies up to $165 billion by the year 2022. You know, whether it's in the retail, automotive, or manufacturing sector. Can you tell us in what way AI is applicable across sectors and industries? Uh, AI can help automate uh, repetitive tasks that, uh, you know, do not require uh, things like uh, intuition or insights, right? Anything that uh, can be easily automated using AI, uh, you're going to see that, uh, you know, applications for that across multiple industries. So tasks that can be automated using AI could be anything from a self-driving car, which is one of the more complex ones, or drones that deliver packages with high accuracy, or robots that pick products in a, in a warehouse, right? 
all these are now being powered by AI to improve efficiency, lower costs, and uh, the end customer experience is just so much better when uh, AI is applied. Uh, you also have uh, you know, computer vision technologies that help with uh, visual search, similar to uh, Vue.ai's products. Uh, that's also being powered by AI. Uh, even things like uh, drug discovery and cure for uh, diseases like cancer, they're all being aided and accelerated using AI. So I have a um, question that um, I've been hearing different opinions and and um, um, voices on, and that is specifically around shopping through um, devices like Alexa or Google Home. Um, what we've been de- debating um, within Vue.ai is that when a customer shops, especially if they're looking for a product, um, they may not necessarily care about which retailer or which brand to buy that product from, right? So I can go and say, Alexa, find me a pair of jeans or Alexa, find me a little black dress for an event. Um, how do you reconcile that with um, desire of uh, individual brands and retailers to build their own bots and kind of drive customers towards that experience? Uh, it really depends on on the customer, uh, the kind of loyalty they have towards uh the brand. If there is a particular retailer they really like, they're very loyal to um, because they like the products or it could be even because they're, you know, earning loyalty points, which they can redeem. Then they have, you know, affinity towards that retailer. They will just like in the real world, they'll go to the retail location, you know, and then shop at the uh, aisles. Likewise, um, on Alexa or Google Home, they'll just ask Alexa to open that skill, um, you know, a skill for Kohl's or Levi's or um, Nordstrom. And then you would interact with the skill and uh, find the right uh, pair of jeans. On the other hand, if you don't have loyalty towards a brand, uh, it's like going to a mall. You know, you're shopping around multiple stores and finding the, the best pair of jeans. So then you might say, Alexa, um, you know, I'm looking for a pair of jeans. And if there is a bot, like a comparison shopping bot that aggregates, uh, you know, catalogs from multiple retailers and lets you, you know, search across multiple uh, retail catalogs, uh, that could be a different experience. So it really comes down to the loyalty you have towards uh, the brand. So is it, um, is it, if you were to advise a brand on whether or not to invest in a chatbot specifically for shopping uh, with their brand, what would you say? Um, I would say, you know, chatbots offer a great way to build trust and loyalty with your customers. Uh, the main thing is building awareness of the bot. Uh, so just launching a bot will not get you the usage and the loyalty that comes with it. So driving awareness, uh, if you know, possibly in uh, the physical stores saying, you know, talk to a bot, it'll help you find where the batteries are um, or even on a website, uh, you know, Coles, for example, has done a, a really um, innovative uh, job of building awareness. So when you shop on Coles, uh, on the order confirmation page, they offer a way to track the order on Facebook Messenger. So that drives a lot of usage. Uh, 
you know, there's a whole demographic, the millennials, they've more or less stopped using email. They're mm-hmm. on messaging platforms, you know, you know, all through the day, you know, talking to multiple people, right? So they don't find a notification message coming on uh, on a messaging platform to be distracting at all. They'd much prefer to get it on that platform. So we're seeing a lot of usage there. It's a great way to build awareness. So you start to get, you know, notifications. And then uh, once the order has been delivered, may, you know, maybe the retailer can send you, you know, deals and offers. And then you can continue to have a conversation with the retailer, which then increases your loyalty towards the retailer's brand. Um, so speaking of calls specifically, how was the experience working with them? What improvements have you seen or have they seen um, with using your bot? Uh, so it's been great working with Kohl's. They were one of the first retailers to launch a chatbot. Uh, so back in April of uh, 2017, uh, using our platform, they launched a bot to automate um, some of the most commonly asked uh, customer service questions. So one of them being tracking an order, which we talked about. The other is checking on loyalty points. Uh, Kohl's has these uh, uh, rewards they offer called Yes to You rewards. So for every time you shop at Kohl's, you get a certain number of uh, you know points. And when you get up to 100 uh, reward points, it turns into $5 in Kohl's cash. So a lot of the questions are people calling in saying, you know, what's my balance? You know, or saying I did not get uh, points for a purchase I made. Uh, things like that. So we automated all that using a bot. So you just say, how many points do I have? Uh, you then log in securely, and then you get the uh, points. And in fact, the, the one benefit of a messaging platform is that you can uh, show things like a barcode. You know, if you have $5 in cash, uh, we show a barcode that you can take to the store and you can scan it and you get $5 off. Mm. So there's no need to install an app or anything. You just interact with a bot, and that has access to all the native features of your phone, like the camera, pictures, voice, and so on. Uh, so that was another interesting use case in terms of, you know, helping customers, you know, um, check on their loyalty points and uh, things like that. Finding a store, checking on pharmacy hours, for example, uh, a really common use case uh, on most apps or uh, websites. It's really hard to find you know, um, hours of a certain department, uh, things like that. Whereas in a conversational medium, you can just say, hey, Coles, is the store open right now, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, the bot could respond back saying the store is closed right now. It'll open again at, you know, 10 a.m. tomorrow. So things like that that are very conversational, uh, they started to focus on. They also gave us a knowledge base of frequently asked questions, uh, things like your, you know, return policy, um, uh, you know, what, uh, how do you earn points? So they gave us that database of questions and answers. And on their mobile site, they launched, they replaced uh, the help center with a bot-powered, you know, customer service center. Uh, and that was getting a lot of usage. Um, and we've seen accuracies uh, on that bot reach up to 95%, as I mentioned before, uh, leading to fairly good customer satisfaction um, and, uh, and of course, uh, lowering of uh, customer service costs uh, for codes. Uh, so it's been really good. They're even experimenting with, you know, helping a bot uh, return items in the mm. physical stores. So you can go talk to the bot and say, I want to return this item. You scan the uh, receipt. It says it's eligible for a return. It gives you a number of, um, you know, a locker. 
uh, and then you go to the locker, place the item there, and then when the uh, refund has been processed, you get a notification saying uh, you received, you know, forty-five dollars in in credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so things like that. We're also seeing pretty good uh, engagement from customers on features like that. That seems like a really good use case. Um... Um, uh, so I assume that, uh, the way you built your bots, uh, you have a decision point at which you may hand it over to a human. Um, so what are you seeing in terms of the metrics? Like, I understand that, um, the efficiency of the customer service has increased. The cost of customer service has, have gone down for calls, um, but the customer satisfaction piece, uh, bot versus human versus first bot than human. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a really good question because uh, the bot uh, should not try to do uh, too much. Uh, so there are scenarios in which the bot hands off to a live agent with pretty much every uh, bot we've launched for our customers. Uh, so there are three scenarios. One is if we see that the message uh, the sentiment of that message has turned negative. Uh, we also have a, um, a complaint classifier. So if we note that the uh, the message is actually a complaint saying, you know, I ordered this pair of jeans, but I got a different color or it was stone, whatever it might be, we, we can actually classify that to a complaint. So if the sentiment turns negative or if it's a complaint, we hand off to a live agent. We just say, sorry, we're not able to help you. Let me get you uh, a customer service rep. The second scenario is where the bot does not have an answer to the question. You have to, when you build the bot, you create different intents in our console. You upload different knowledge base articles. You can create decision trees. But if the customer asks a question that's not that's not being configured in our console, then we hand off to a live agent. That's the second scenario. The third is in pretty much all our bots, we have an option for the customer to go you know, straight to a live agent. Uh, for whatever reason, they don't want to interact with a bot, they can directly connect to a live agent. And we've integrated with a number of live agent tools, uh, Salesforce, live chat, um, live agent, uh, Oracle, um, you know, Zendesk, uh, and so on. Uh, so these integrations make it really seamless uh, to for the bot to hand off to a live agent. And the, and the live agent, when finished, can hand over uh, control back to the bot. There's a lot to be said about conversational bots that are coming to take the human jobs versus making human jobs more efficient and productive. What is your take on that? Uh, so we don't believe that bots are going to take away uh, jobs. Um, in fact, they're going to add uh, uh, new jobs in the future. By automating repetitive tasks, things like finding the uh, refund policy of a website, or getting help with exchanging an item. Uh, by automating uh, such tasks, uh, bots can make live agents more productive. So when live agents, their time is freed up from answering the same question over and over again, they can actually become more creative. They can add a lot more value for the customer by helping them select the right product. And uh, in turn, they can help their enterprise by driving more revenue. Ravi, what are you seeing uh, in terms of the new patterns in the way retail brands are implementing the use of AI? Uh, We're starting to see more and more new use cases for the use of AI. Um, You know, most of the retailers are using AI to automate customer service using a chatbot, uh, similar to what our platform offers. 
Um, some of them are using it for conversational commerce, which we talked about earlier, where a virtual agent helps the customer find the right product. Uh, there are other applications of AI as well, uh, including computer vision, where you can take a picture of a person and then you get recommendations uh, for apparel uh, based on what they're wearing. Or it could be a celebrity on Instagram. You take a picture of that, um, that person and uh, a, a bot or AI could be used to you know, find similar uh, apparel, either at a specific retailer or you know across the uh, across the web, uh, and there are applications like in the warehouse. Uh, most functions are now being automated using robots. Uh, they're picking and packing products. Uh, that's leading to lower you know shipping costs overall. Um, and then uh, there are some customers, uh, you know, some companies that are experimenting with uh, drones to deliver packages. Um, it probably has to go through a regulatory uh, approval process, is my guess. But when drones are used to deliver packages, uh, they can dramatically reduce uh, shipping costs. Um, so you'll start to see that pretty soon. Uh, we're even seeing use cases where uh, a retailer is doing surveys um, over the phone uh, using a bot. So instead of sending a survey which you know gets very little uh, you know participation. Uh, they're experimenting with calling um, customers and uh, just uh, having a conversation with them and getting feedback and how they can improve their service, uh, how they can you know improve their selection uh, and uh, fulfillment and so on. So lots of new use cases, but the most obvious ones uh, are the ones I mentioned: automating customer service, visual search, and uh, applications in the warehouse. And uh, what about your company, Passage AI? What uh, what's in store for Passage AI in twenty nineteen and and beyond? Uh, we have a number of uh, advancements in uh, natural language processing uh, technology, or NLP, that's uh, going to be launching pretty soon. Um, our bots already perform at an industry leading accuracy of ninety five percent right now. You're going to see that get even better uh, over time. Uh, we're also launching new features like machine reading comprehension or MRC, uh, which basically from a passage of text, it tells you uh, the exact answer. Uh, you've seen Google do this in search. If you see, if you type in what is Tom Cruise's height, it will say five seven or you know whatever his uh, height is. Uh, so it'll provide the answer. So likewise, uh, you know we've also launched. Um, you know, features that give you the answer as opposed to reading the entire text uh, of the article. So this makes it very messaging friendly. Um, and in fact, going one step further, if the answer is uh, yes to a question, uh, we might just show a thumbs up emoji, right? So we're trying to make our bot responses, you know, really uh, messaging friendly and voice friendly. Uh, so really precise and concise answers to the uh, user's question. Uh, on the bot building side, uh, we're going to continue to make improvements uh, to the console, make it uh, really uh, easy to use. Um, and uh, for you know the most common use cases, uh, we're creating templates. So all you have to do is come in and enter uh, a few information in some fields. And then you have a bot for, say, customer service uh, using a knowledge base. You have a bot for lead generation. 
by helping the user fill out a form in a conversational manner, or even conversational commerce, which we talked about, might be template templatized from a bot building perspective, where again, you just enter a few fields, maybe some API information, and then you have a conversational commerce bot. So we're trying to make it really, really easy and quick to build a bot without sacrificing accuracy or natural language uh, understanding. That's very exciting. Well, Ravi, thank you very much uh, for joining us today. It was wonderful to discuss conversational commerce with you. Thank you. Thank you, Julia. With MIT making a billion dollar bet on AI education and the future of retail being fueled by AI, there is a lot going on in this space, especially in fashion and luxury. For example, Alibaba is installing high-tech mirrors in women's restrooms of all places so that women can try on beauty products in front of virtual mirrors while they wait in line for the bathroom. Earlier this year, Amazon secured a patent for a blended reality mirror which could superimpose virtual clothing on your reflection. So AI is truly slowly taking over retail. Stay tuned for more episodes of The View podcast, where we discuss this and other topics on fashion, technology, and the future of retail. Until then, goodbye.